Okay, starting on with the first main learning point that I have from the year 2023, that comes down to if something worths if something's worth doing, then it's worth doing well. The reason why I even said this year and why I even treated it as one of the things that I would I want to really focus on doing better in 2024 is that I just like been spread thin so freaking much and working on so so many different kind of projects that defeated the purpose of me actually just putting a lot of effort in uh, because the most of the what I found found out is that like just the more projects you have the more overheads you have in terms of just the time thinking about the other projects that or other other work that you need to do in other projects when you're working on the first project in, in the in the first one it's like okay imagine you have you're let's say working on one business and then you have a second business and then when you're working in the first business you always just spread thin and thinking about the second business and when you're actually engaged and working on on the systems and the second business you're always thinking about the first business which defeats which defeats the purpose because you have just so much overhead in terms of the time and energy and everything else you spend you thinking about all the other stuff that needs to actually happen when you're just starting out looking back at my point and my perceived reality in this stage of everything that i'm in right now it's just like i devoted so much freaking so much freaking time to actually thinking about a lot of stuff and not actually moving the the needle forward which only shifted two or three months ago where i actually where i actually made the decision that i would cut all the opportunities even though though they were kind of like very good opportunities of which many people might perceive them as really good opportunities in terms of even right now there's so many different kind of things coming out my way every single day or not every single day every single week just different kind of messages um opportunities to engage in certain types of projects or even like opportunities that are trying to steal a bit of my time and a focus and i just cautiously consciously made it make the decision that i would just like these are the things that i would I won't pursue regardless of them being potentially very good for my future because I have other ones that kind of fit my plan way better and I just feel that following these ones will be way more beneficial for my long-term achievement of my goals than actually just going and switching switching my focus every, every few months. In terms of specifically this, I'm going to be circling back to this in the next few videos essentially the next few learning points that i have in terms of really choosing the right mentorship i would really feel that that's very important just really taking advice from people who are in place where they are where they are able to give you actionable advice and don't actually screw you up in terms of the things that you're actually working on that's that's such an important factor that's like that so such so so freaking important in, in terms of just being surrounded by them um i'm not pinpointing to any specific ind individuals like just there have been so many different kind of people i've been surrounding with this year like just not one individual but so many different ki kinds of people and not all of those relationships looking back at it were positive for my future development so for that reason i'm just like really super cautious about what kind of shots i'm making and taking and yeah, it's like just circling back to this topic of if, if something is worth doing, then it's worth doing well. The main decision that I made two months ago, three months ago, was that I, I would actually go all out into school once again, because I'm just like doing school all out. And 
at least I've, I've been I've been not doing it like that for the past years that I'm studying here. I was always kind of 50 50 engaged in different kind of business projects that I had. Never really, but but due to the fact that actually I'm still doing school and it takes a lot of my time, I just never was able to get the most out of both worlds because I wasn't really super decided about which way I'm actually taken. So this was like a great learning point for me, and I I, I just like treated it as a very positive factor that I, or the, the kind of a decision that I made that was really decreasing the amount of projects. And I was say like even getting rid of diversification of the roads that I'm actually going to be taking and just really becoming more strict and just doing a way better due diligence on the ways that I actually decide or that the things that I decide to pursue and then just watching those things very tightly and just like having a very tight ship and just going going ahead with that like I, I just really feel that that's the groundwork that i really had to lay before i would be able to get to the next level of of anything or any project that I, I would be actually like working on in the future it's just like i just really feel that looking back back at my life i don't really I, there have been i guess until now i have launched something like 11 businesses or something like that like projects or different kind of ventures or anything else that i really tried some of them have gone right some of them are, have not gone right and the biggest factor for me was that like just looking back it's just it's really being super committed because looking back like pretty much almost all of them could have worked way better than they have worked um back then the biggest factor was the actual amount of work and dedication that i had towards these projects so in the end if we just try to solve for success if we have an equation or something like that it's just like choosing a few things that you get very good at throughout a long period of time and then you just repeat those things that are actually working and the more you put in the more effort you put in the more of of actual input you put in the more you get out there is a direct correlation correlation with this the first time where i get to know this equation was when i was feeling in school because i was again trying to pursue like different kind of business ideas that was in high school and i was just like influenced by many different people in my surroundings who told me that okay school was for losers and i didn't really need to listen to teachers or anything else which led me to be failing in school like almost i almost failed this my sophomore year in high school i almost didn't pass to the last year it was a miracle that I even passed. And then just during the summer, I just made a freaking decision that I would not do anything else during the summer than just study. And within like two months or so, I learned pretty much everything and was able to get from D's to E's even on final exams, which require hundreds and hundreds of hours of study. But just for me, I just made a freaking decision that I would just dedicate absolutely everything that I have and leave nothing in my tank, go full out. And that's what I did. And that's, that was just a big turnout for me going from actually failing school to going... To pretty much finishing it with straight A's and just A stars on on A levels, which I consider a great achievement for me. I just like kind of feel proud because I know that how much I left in the tank and how much I actually worked on on achieving those goals in terms of going really essentially from zero with no no solid back, background. And I kind of adopted the very similar similar mentality two or three months ago, just really looking back at everything that I've done and just really becoming more conscious about like the factor of what I'm actually like, just bullshitting myself that I'm successful oh, and and asking myself the question when I'm doing what's required for me to get to the next level and my definitive answer was like no you're just like freaking bullshitting yourself or my future self put that told, told that to me so for that reason I just really made a decision to get back and 
we do a lot of stuff. And that's the reason why I'm here today, essentially, like even speaking about this. So if something worth doing, then it's worth doing less. Uh, once again, if something's worth doing, then it's worth doing well. You just do doing at least for me. Like I'm like th these are the, the things that have worked for me. I'm just like not sharing and not telling you to do anything else. Be be free to do anything you want. I'm just like really uh, maybe kind of trying to share the learning points that I would share with my younger self. Just really focus on on doing a few things very good because that, it doesn't really matter what you do. You have successful people in all different industries. If they're really able to contribute a lot of value to other people, the the biggest factor that they actually focus on is. They do all the, like, like they're very good at, at a few things, and they do them, and and pretty much majority of the things that they are doing, they're very good at. But what, this also implies that they're not doing many things. They're not specialists. They're not trying to be good at million things that they're doing. They're not trying to be the best sports people in the world, the best, most shredded guys in the world, the most uh, talent, like like scientifically gifted people in the world. They're just really okay. They 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 identify the things that they actually are good at or want to be good at or where they want to go and they just eliminating er eliminated everything else and that's kind of the decisiveness or that's even the reason why decisiveness i really find decisiveness to be very important as well i guess i'm going to include it as one topic that i'm going to be speaking about in the future yeah or at least in the next few videos that i'm going to be recording so that being said it's great um to to shine a bit of light or my my point of view on this okay, topic and i'm gonna get a video of this series or whatever it is it's just um really trying to boil down majority of the learning points that i had even the advice that i followed this year and like just really trying to contribute majority of my results to certain types of materials that i followed i guess like there hasn't been a person who has influenced my decision making and like success and and pretty much majority of the things that I've been working on than Alex, uh, Hormuzi, and even though it has been just like really listening to his podcast that I like don't know his per him personally or anything else, it's just like he has influenced my my life and like everything else that I'm working on so, so significantly in terms of um, how much stuff have I actually adopted even, even in terms of my mindset and everything else, it's just like I guess like there there can be a person who I can be more grateful to, or like what he can be one of the most. I can be grateful to him, or he can be my success can be attrib attributed to him um, significantly in terms of what I achieved this year. I guess like there there are many points that I would like to touch upon in this episode in terms of even relating all the things that I've done to Alex Ramosi. The first one is that I really find that we have so many different or so many similar touch points with Alex in terms of comparing his life to my life. Being both born um, like to a doctor, which essentially my mother is a doctor, his his father was a doctor, also loving gym since I was pretty much 13, he started at 14 or so, and studying business pretty much like we have very similar interests and even the way how we approached a lot of things. And that's maybe one of the reasons why I really seek for his advice or, or or why I'm really open to listening to his advice because there's just so much common in terms of where he actually started and, and how we actually got there. That's the first point. The second point is that I a few weeks ago, I read a book about critical thinking and it kind of unlocked a new... That, 
way of thinking for me. I guess like I, I always been that, that type of a person really trusted people and without questioning their credibility and everything else. And, and for that point, like just reading that, that book, it was actually like critical thinking for dummies. So not nothing really advanced. I have a membership on, on Audible and it was included in the memberships for free. So I just went and listened to it uh, in a week or so as I was working out in the gym. And in terms of Alex, like the one thing that I really like is that like kind of the interests are very much aligned and there isn't a single person in the education industry. Maybe there are a few, but I'm not, there are a few, but there are not many that are, whose interests are just like fully aligned with, with the interests of the audience of actually wanting to help the people the most. So he, he is offering or like the fact that he's offering everything for free and that he has a different kind of business mentality and business system set up where he's trying to help the, so to say, younger guys more than the more veteran guys, which he actually sells stuff to or like works with in, in private. That's a whole different mentality or a whole different business setup. And that's even one of the reasons why I got, why I'm not afraid following his advice because looking back at, back at all, all the things and just trying to figure out stuff for seven years now, it's just like the most progress, the most time that I've lost was trying to follow advice from other people whose advice I shouldn't have listened to. I would say like that, that could be the groundwork of everything. Just blindly following advice of people who have less competence in the areas in which you actually you have competence because you're not, you're not confident in yourself to actually be able to make this certain decisions that on the things that you're working on right now today. And sometimes you just have so much competence in a certain industry or like your level of competence and your level of expertise is, is way higher than I'd actually like the people who you're trying to speak to and they give you advice that actually ends you doing a lot of mistakes that you could have mitigated before. So. Uh, that was kind of like just a big, big break for me. I mean, like essentially everything, even in terms of philosophy and everything else, like, like, I, I guess like my, there, there isn't a single thing that I can agree with, with Alex in terms of what he speaks, says and, and everything else. It's just, um, if you give me a second, okay. Yeah, this, this is rough video. I, I guess we won't even edit it. Never mind. It's just like, I even have his book. Uh, great. Uh, that was a, actually a present from a good friend of mine. Daniel, if you're watching this, I'm very grateful for this book. Um, yeah, so... Pretty much everything. I listened to all of his books a lot of times. Pretty much there was a period of my life where I just... All the, the time that I have left and, and the project I was working on back then, I just... Everything went into listening stuff from Alex and, and just trying to learn as much as I could from, from listening to this, this podcast when I was breaking out and everything else. And that was one of the things that really led to me making the most progress in this year, just really being able to accurately assess the decisions that are on my hands and enroll with them. I guess like that's, that was, what was one of the biggest breakthroughs. 
In terms of other things, like there have been numerous other things that I've learned from him and even the things that I've really applied. And with that being said, if you like definitely, if you're seeking for a professional mentorship for, from someone for free, at least like from listening to his podcast and videos, just feel free to go and listen to his show. I guess it's the, the game by Alex Ramosian podcast, as well as he has some, yeah, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube channel, Alex Ramosi, Layla Hormozzi, just super grateful to them. And yeah, um, there, there has been even a guy named Jacob Hopkins. He's kind of very, he, he's, I guess, he, he's the same age as I am. He's 22 and he has been working for with Alex for the last five or six years. He's also called, named Jacob. I'm Jacob, like Jakub, yeah, but I'm Jacob. Essentially the same name. I'm just like, um, it's a Slovak version of the name Jacob. So I'm, yeah, that's even the reason why I named this channel Jacob Bartek and not Jakub Bartek because like Jakub, okay, that's that's more Slovak, but Jacob, that's okay, that's international. I can rule with that and I just feel more international, feel more like a citizen of the world, so to say. And that's even the reason why I kind of went with that. So yeah, Jacob wanted to meet him in, in Vegas two times this year, but he didn't have time, which I totally understand. Yeah. Um, just, just such such a great team, such a great vision, mission that they're working on. And there's just so much that you can take away from actually listening to this stuff. So um, if you're thinking of, yeah, you just want to move forward, like that's one of the best sources that I personally found after seven years, after spending over five figures, maybe even more on, on different kind of materials. Just, just this is one, this is, this is a pure source. Like this is one of the pure sources that you can find just to actually... <laughs> just boil it down to its pure simplicity that I didn't, don't need to haggle so many different kind of habits here and there and just trying to be super efficient rather than just trying to actually focus on the stuff that matters and taking full ownership about, about the things that you're working on regardless of how hard they are and what kind of like this implies for the people who are involved in, in your life and why you shouldn't really care about what others think of you. So um, I would be able to speak about this for hours and hours without an end. And yeah, it's just like the words that I have in my lexicon, like it's just can't describe how much like this year I've been influenced by him and how much, how grateful I can be to him as well as to maybe perhaps other people that I really didn't speak about. And yeah, um, just, just thank you. That's, uh, that's, I guess, what I would say. With that being said, okay, I'm going to catch the next, next video of the season. Now, uh, this topic will be about taking advice from the right people in your life, maybe in your life and in, in life in general. And I guess looking back at the last seven years, some of the reasons of why I didn't actually achieve success in whatever terms, if you maybe want to just group it as, as financial terms, can be just, just boiled down to listening to advice from the wrong types of people or wrong people in general. This is also kind of like a thing that I borrowed maybe from Alex Ramosi or at least like the last pretty much year that I've been listening to his podcast on an active basis just really came down to the conclusion that essentially like the person who has the most context about your goals and you where you currently stand is you. So, and, and even you have the the most, like in terms of alignment of incentives, alignment of interests like are your interests aligned with, with what you're actually working on like for example if you're like if you if you're listening to other people they might not have the same kind of serious turning on here if you're listening to other people they might not have the same kind of aligned interests as you have like for example if you're if you're paying for a life coach or something like that like those people might have 
different kind of aligned incentives than you have because they might be willing to keep you on as a client for longer so they might not give you or spill the beans for you like just right from, right from the get-go and like pretty much my whole life i just like even the way how i was operating until a few months ago was that i was just trying to get as much advice from as many people as i could and then trying to just find the best way how, how I, I could actually go and apply all of this advice in my life. Just, okay, if you have advice from 10 different people and then just trying to summarize it and create the most linear path, that's the average of, of, of all of these 10 advices that I received, which eventually didn't work out that good for me because I was always forgetting the kind of my part where I actually wanted to be involved and like the, the things that I w wanted to be specific, specifically working on in my kind of, kind of spin off on everything that I wanted to do. Whereas like all these other people are telling me always that you should go and enjoy life. You should go out. You should uh, enjoy these young ages in which you are. You should just, I mean, like there have been just so much different kind of advice that I received. And in the majority of the cases, it has just led me to be just so much, so freaking turned off because I wasn't progressing in a way that I wanted to be progressing. And I just couldn't find a way of how I actually should start making the progress that I wanted to be making. And I, I just, regardless of how hard I tried, I just wasn't able to get a gist out of it or, or at least find the, the underlying reason why I'm just fucking up so freaking hard or so freaking much. And just then after being pretty much closed in my room for two months and, and just working something like 800 hours or 820, I'm not sure I'll probably hit like 850 hours until the end of this week. in the last two months it's it just like the only thing that i figured out is just the person who has the most who is the most competent of giving me actionable advice is me and like like the general advice or, or the people who have achieved the things i want to achieve and if a person is qualified of giving me advice in a certain area that doesn't mean or imply that he's also qualified of actually giving me advice in a different area of my life Yeah, it's just like been, from a certain standpoint, it's just, just so freeing to just, just get, take control of my life back again and just like stop relying on other people to try to make decisions for me from the higher perspective, but rather give it, getting into the decision-making attitude that I'm actually the person who's taking the shots and that, that this essentially gives me the most, the biggest permission of me actually being the front forefront of everything that's happening and just making my shots on my own regardless of what's happening, regardless of if I hit or if I miss, regardless of, of anything, like that's the shot that I, that I decided to take and either I win or I learn. So just thinking of whether there's anything else that I would like to say here, I guess like there are so many people who have achieved, like if you, if you just, like mentorship will help you, help you from a certain standpoint, I guess like just but on the other hand, just like really trying to pay your weight, pay pay your way towards success. I guess I'm not really sure whether that's the best way. Um, like I, I guess like you're always trying to rely on, okay, I'll, I'll buy the next book. That will be the, the source of my success. And then you just end up being this kind of course master or, or I'm not even sure if there's a word to describe this, but you're just like going and trying to seek for, search for another book and, and another piece of anything that will just be the, the groundwork for actually you achieving success. Sometimes it's going to really help you with tactics. I'm not saying that courses or anything are bad, but just really relying on action and and in terms of just actually creating a long-term 
mentorship of a certain person. It's just like sometimes it it can end up biting you in the ass because you're actually kind of afraid of not following the advice that the person has given you, even though they don't have much perspective about your life in the first place. I'm, I'm like not pointing pointing up to a certain uh, person here or anything. Like uh, first of all, I have just like so much people that I can be grateful to. Uh, with that being said, like I have just like tens of different uh, tens of people that I listened to in the last few years. So I'm just like not pointing out to any any single person. I'm just like generalizing. Which, yeah, I just if a certain person is watching this video, uh, most likely it doesn't even like think that that's the that's the point because there has been there have been people mentors that I had in my life who have really significantly um, influenced me and benefited me. But with that being said, like on the other hand, I had just like certain people who whose advice I don't really wish to be following, and and it's kind of hard. For example, one of them is my mom, who. Uh, still has the attitude that if I don't become a doctor, I just like am kind of failure. So if I even now right now that I didn't really decide to take the route of becoming a doctor and just actually taking her her dentist tree craft that she mastered for the last thirty or forty years, uh, then I'm a fucking loser. So or at least like I'm failure. So for that kind of reason, I'm just um, really trying to focus on actually the things that I'm, I want to be doing and taking advice as of right now. The only advice that I'm listening to is pretty much myself, and and a few, few selected people that I really trust. For example, Alex Hormozy, which I described in the last video. Even though it's just like watching his videos, but at the same time, I'm just like really able to get advice from him, um, at least from the groundwork up. So, yeah. I'll, I'll, that 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 kind of greatly summarizes what I wanted to cover cool. in this video. Who's so excited to speak about decisiveness. I guess there couldn't be a more excited person than me personally. Uh, being decisive and why I treat it as the biggest learning point, or one of the biggest learning points of 2023. I guess starting off, there will always be costs that you incur when you're making decisions and you're decisive. I guess like. You never have perfect information about the decision that you're about to make or take. And at a certain stage, you just must be willing to make decisions without the perfect information. Otherwise, you just end up indecisive and without decisions, without yeah, specific decisions that enable you to make progress. So you're just like pushing away the decisions that you know you should take, you need to make in order to get to that next level. But in order to, because you, you just can't find the like the thing that will really motivate you to actually make the decision or like you're not forced to make them, then you end up just, just pushing away the things that you know you should be doing, which inevitably ends up biting you in the ass in the long term, because in the end you just make the decision you know you should have done months earlier. And there has been just like so much time that you can could have allocated it in a different way. So decisiveness, I would just summarize it and two, two statements or like two bullet points, which you already can see at the slides, which is like making fast decisions and sticking to them. It's like just, just having a certain plan and then sticking to the plan. I guess like that's like, if people would just do this, then they could perhaps achieve majority of the things from my point of view. Like if you just have a certain workout plan about how much cardio you're going to do, how much workouts you're going to do, how much time you're going to spend up, spend working out every single month, every single um, week, every single day. 
and just stick to it and how much macros you're gonna how how what are how much color how many calories you're gonna eat every single day what are your macros gonna be and if you're just gonna stick to this for a long enough period of time and actually like the stickiness to this plan then you're gonna make a very significant progress with your physique and eventually perhaps even achieve and overshoot all of your goals that you have but the problem here is that most people are, aren't just decisive enough and that they're they're just going to make a decision to not follow their goals at a certain point and then just eventually lead lead them to, to following a different path. So I would say like really deci being decisive about the things that you're doing and just being unapologetic from a certain point of view that I might, this might be tied into to another topic that I'll probably speak about as well as just like really being conscious about the fact that actually every single decision that you're going to make or take is going to incur a certain cost. And there, there's always going to be a certain regret that you are going to feel that there isn't just a, like there isn't a way that you can take that will eliminate all the requests that you can feel in terms of, for example, for me right now, and just like being very decisive about the, about the work structure, the work ethic that I adopted and everything that actually like just completely revamped my life in the last three months. Just significant changes from, from looking at my life in the perspective of the last three years. It's just like being really decisive and making decisions. It's just like, okay, great. I'm, I'm just like experiencing a lot of the success that I've earned in the last two months, even though like two months is a very short time perspective. And I know that if I want to see the fruition of, of majority of the things or the majority of my efforts that I, I'm currently putting in, I'll need to wait another 20, not 20 years, but maybe like the next two, three years, that at least like, okay, nothing really, nothing happens unless you put the work in. And just like being decisive in terms of, okay, it's, it's great that I'm making so much progress, but at the same time, it's great. I have a great family. I, I like just really trying to analyze what, what's the meaning of a great family in terms of how how supportive they are, how kind of good your upbringing, upbringing was from a certain point of view. Like I just, there isn't a search, there isn't a single thing that I can really point out was somehow, I mean, like there were perhaps things that were not the best for me, but there wasn't a single thing that has happened in my life when I was growing up until the age of 18, 19 or so, that would have implied that I wasn't living like a dream life until the age of 18, comparing myself to maybe all the other teenagers or kids out there. I, I just like had absolutely everything that I wanted. I just like wasn't living in a financial stress. My parents were young. We were traveling the world. I traveled to so many different countries with my parents. I just like perhaps seen Maldives, Seychelles, Mauritius, just did all these adventures with them. Uh, being to Egypt like 12 times, just trying scuba diving, trying like, traveling the whole Europe, going to Mexico, just diving in caves there. Like, I mean, like just I did all of this being with parents. I went to private schools. I went to primary private primary school, private secondary school, private, private high school. I got qualified into one of the best business universities in Europe. Like it's like the 41st in Europe in terms of just the specific ranking. I'm like, just, you have certain programs that are ranked the 10th best in the world as my master's marketing de degree where I got, uh, got accepted to. So in terms of just this, and even looking at my family, I had like, like my family is the most supportive figure out there. Like my dad is just like, he's, 
he he's one of the best i'm not i'm i mean i i just can't be more grateful or not like just those people root for me down from the bottom like they, they just want me to to succeed at the things i'm i'm working on it just like they they want me to they they, they aren't forcing me to succeed in a certain certain field for example my mom wanted to be me, me wanted me to be a dentist even though she's maybe not super satisfied that i actually chose a different path in my life and that i'm always trying some some different kind of weird stuff on social media and marketing and, and everything else she's like definitely there are many people who i know who have it way harder in terms of their family being super respectful for for their decision of career path or, or anything else and just just like really throwing trash on them and I have at the same time one of the best like sisters I could have hoped for. Like she's she's twelve, eleven. Yeah, she's gonna 12, turn twelve very soon. And it's, it's so much freaking fun with her. So it, there like hasn't been a single like just comparing me objectively against all the other people in this in this world. Like like there objectively there can't be a single thing that I can be resentful for to other people. It's just like. The grass is going to be always greener. It's the same thing. Like if you just benchmark your expectations that you have, like your life is kind of reflection or even how you feel as like a benchmark of, it's about benchmarking yourself against other people. Like that, that's for sure. Like your happiness. But this was even like, kind of like a thought that I have a few months ago. It's just like, okay, does that mean that if I'm living a life like, like I'm living it right now, another person achieves greater success, that does that mean that I'm actually a failure? And I just really rooting it or trying to get to the bottom of the argument here, which is like really the meaning behind this is that does that mean that regardless of what I achieve, if other person achieves something greater, doesn't mean that I'm a failure, which would imply that I would not, I would never feel actually successful and never, yeah, it's kind of like a feeling that you have, which would mean that I would never win the game that I would be playing. And there will always be better people in the world because you can be master of all crafts, even for me, like, I'm going to probably speak, yeah, maybe this size into this topic as well. There's really choosing the games that you're going to play because in the last few years, I just like really tried to win all of the games that I was playing. Like there have been certain people in my surroundings that were, for example, doing fitness. And since I'm doing working out for nine years, I was trying to like just keep up with the Joneses, Joneses even though they weren't full out into fitness and sacrificed other areas of, of their life. For example, they don't go to university anymore. They just don't focus on career that much, but they're go going all in, into fitness and just building their physique. I just really, even though I just had so much different kind of weird stuff on my bag in terms of the projects that I was doing, I was still trying to keep up with them in terms of just trying to up level mine and fitness and i was just like pushing i was doing prs in, in the gym even though i had 35 minutes for the gym every single day then i worked for 15 hours slept as much as i could and i was keeping really good physique i was trying to win the physique game and i was like in one of the i had like pretty much if you look at the percentage of how many people have six pack and everything else i was just like pretty much in the top top percent there i even like went to the european championships when i was 17 18 yeah, I just turned 18 the day I was actually traveling to the European Championships, which happened in Romania. And just really deciding on the games that you're going to be playing. Like, that was a big decision for me. And in like October, I just like made the freaking decisions. Like, okay, these are the games that I'm going to be playing. I made the conscious, de conscious decision that I'm just sacrificing fitness. Not in terms of me actually getting back to the worst, worst shape, but I'm just like, I'm going to be working out 
as hard as I can, but I'm just not going to be super obsessed about just trying to be the most rated guy that's out there. And that's essentially what happened. I lost, comparing myself to the last year, I lost something like 12 kilograms, which is, it's like 22 pounds, 20, more than 20, it's like 25 pounds, maybe even more. I, I lost a lot of weight. And last year when I had 25 pounds more, I was still jacked. I had six pack. I was just like super massive. 94 kilos. Now I'm 82. I've been last time that I've been 82 was in like when I was 19 or 18. So there has been a certain regression, but at the same time, I'm just like really trying to optimize myself for the maximum amount of output. But at the same time, I'm just like still jacked. I'm still lifting big weights. I'm going to the gym five to six times a week. I'm just like doing the best that I can. Um, I'm, I'm not like get getting rid of, rid of this part because I just really feel that like it's I just love that it's just like a certain thing that I love to do every single day I just like like to do go like to go to the gym and have a great workout I like the feeling that I feel when I work out and I I just feel great it's just a great feeling that I have and there I, I don't do it for anyone else I just like do it for myself like great I just worked out it's just a win another day and another win that I do so pretty simple. So in terms of making decisions, just really deciding on the games that you're going to be playing, maybe as I also implied in the last few videos, just really choosing the games that you're going to be playing. And when you choose the game that you're going to be playing, then just going freaking all out and just being okay with the kind of regrets that you're going to feel when you're actually making these decisions like the, the, the decision that i made i'm going to be speaking about this in the next video but essentially i just made a decision that i would be pulling 110 hours weeks without a stop until i kind of figure this stuff out that i'm working on and just like getting a bit of traction because i, I just like realized that I'm, i was just like so much so slacking off i was just slacking off so freaking much I know that there are certain costs that I'm incurring, like for example, in terms of relationships, being able to keep up with people, being able to keep up with family. Like I have just such a great family, and at the same time, like I'm making conscious decisions. I'm not actually spending almost any time with them every single month. I just didn't see those people for such a long time, and based on what I'm actually planning to do, I'm, I'm probably not going to see them a lot in the next few months, perhaps even years. And. Like there's this kind of cost that you're occurring and it's just about you that to actually make a conscious decision of actually what you're going to be spending your time on. And it like doesn't feel not that good. It's just like different than you perceived it would feel like. It's like, okay, you, you achieve success, but at a certain point you, you realize that Regardless of how hard how hard you try, there is just a certain hedonic adaptation scale that you won't be able to blast through. It's like, how much, however, like, whatever you try to achieve, like, there is just certain threshold that you aren't able to get past through. It's just like, great, you achieve something, and then I guess I'm not very sure if this also can be like just kind of wrapped up into this topic, like for example, one great example of that was me going to LA. I just throughout some mutual connections and then like just a few things that a few calls that I'd made, I just was able to get like, like just to go and have a look at a few villas in LA, like just those bowler places that uh, were Taylor Swift and like just all of these big bowler players left for a certain part of their lives. 
uh, and, and Beverly Hills and Bel Air, and just like looking back at, at LA from from the hills, like essentially when I was 16 and when I didn't really know what I wanted to do in my life, I guess maybe even 15, I just like kind of made the decision of actually just setting such a big goal for myself that I would be always enticed to actually work on that. And I just like just being and or just owning a place like that was one of the things that I had on my had had on the list. And just like kind of become more congruent with the things and just get a better gist of actually the things that I wanted to achieve. I, I went there in in October also with a friend just to have a look at the, those places. And in reality, like I just realized that those things weren't the things that I wanted and even having them wouldn't somehow majestically contribute to my happiness. Just like those things were just things in, in themselves and just like trying to like take pictures in a, in a villa in LA and just thinking that that's gonna somehow influence the life that you live and the way all the, the type of a person do who you are is just like the wrong mindset i guess like i haven't changed the person at all it just like kind of gave me more context about like the the point less less about this of certain pursuits that you're making uh, after that experience the only thing that I pursued was actually the type of identity of a person who i am and that, one, that was one of the reasons why I just made a decision like, okay, I was failing in school. I had a GPA of like 2.6 out of two po out of like 4.0, which was really bad. I mean, not that. I had like 2.38 on the German scale. Like the best one you can have there is, is one and the worst one is five. So I mean, like I didn't really have good grades either way. And I just like made a freaking decision that I would just go all out. And yeah, now pretty much finished with almost straight A's, maybe straight A's. Like there's one subject that I'm kind of trying to conquer uh, that required a lot of previous knowledge. And I'm going to probably get back to that once I'm finished with recording all of these videos, but just wanted to finish them um, because that, that's the first point here. But like just really trying to be very open with you and, and just really trying to reflect on all of the things that I've done in the past. It just like doesn't make that much of a difference. Like whether you're living, like now I feel more satisfied i can like perhaps even i might be more i'm, I'm not sure I, like from my point of view like just being in those places seeing how you drive there seeing the type of neighborhood you are in from a certain st standpoint I, I just don't really feel that the place where i'm currently living at like this is my condo it, it's a studio apartment so i guess like not that big i'm living in a very nice neighborhood uh the i guess the most na na most modern neighborhood you have in vienna it's very safe here i have the best like not restaurants i guess like best shops that i you can find places like this in la like i mean you can buy so much different kind of protein stuff that's so freaking good so much fresh fresh stuff fresh sandwiches everything on such a high quality the food quality i have a gym here right right in the same same place where i'm living so i don't mean to travel to the gym i i just like do it like there's no time in credit for me i can just fully focus on the stuff that i'm working on and right next to me is campus with super smart people from a certain standpoint i guess like it's not ivy league school it could be perhaps it's one of the better schools in in europe in itself which is great it's like one of the top business schools that we have here is like recently i've been accepted to the to master's degree and the master's degree is ranked 10th ranked in the world i'm not saying this to brag, brag but it's just like um maybe from a certain standpoint just really trying to imagine or even just really rethink what i actually am, am doing and why i'm actually doing that but I'll, I'll be thinking about that or just expressing my thoughts in the next videos 
but just really boiling it down to decisiveness and what decisiveness it means is just like really thinking through all of the cases of what you're actually working on and then being okay with the costs that are incurred and that other people might be achieving more success in the short term than you are because you're pursuing different opportunities than they are. Like this year, like there have been many instances of actually me being kicked in the, kicked in the nuts a few times. At least like I really felt like that. It was just a really, really big shot for me in terms of my ego because like just looking back at the certain people I spent my time with when I was 16, 17, 18, like, and, and just like so, so many of those people, or maybe even the people who I met a few months ago, it's just like a lot of them have the different kind of decisions. For example, they didn't really pursue academics or anything else. And they have just achieved so much success in terms of financial terms, just that getting busting through certain thresholds that I haven't been yet able to bust through. For example, they went scale their businesses past six figures, seven figures, and not just one person, but like multiple of them. And it's just like every single one of those times it happened, just like kicked, kicked, kicked me in the nuts. It was just like, okay, great. I just made the decision and I'm, okay, it's, it's great. Like I have good grades and I'm just surrounded by great network, but at the same time, like just I'm failing compared to other person in one, one area of my life that I'm really trying to get better at. And it, it, it's essentially like boss for a few days. I was just like kicked in the nuts and I was just like standing there and, and just looking at staring at the mirror at myself and just trying to think of ways why I, I'm, I'm still great and why this like still makes sense. And I just, okay, what are the better ways of how I actually tr can try to tackle these opportunities that I have before me on my desk and how I actually can get past through this and just make something happen for me as well. But this kind of, ties in back to actually this decisiveness of, of being okay with the short-term costs that you're incurring uh, for the long-term future that you're creating for yourself in terms of my academics and just being decided on academics. I'm just like gonna let you know about a few things perhaps in the next few videos because again, like just like academics, I'm just like even now in the, in the decision-making process of whether I'm actually gonna take and, and prefer to pursue the master's degree in marketing at my university or whether I'm actually gonna go full out into all of those business activities that I was dabbling with in the last two or three years. It's just like, okay, it's great. Um, we've been able to, like my my top month that we did, we, we did like over five figures in, in pure profit. And like with that being said, it's just, like I, I just like always had a certain threshold, but then I had to scale down everything back because like, the moment I just scaled one thing back up, like all these other things started falling short and I was just like completely failing at them. It was like, great, you scale one thing and all the others are just like in shambles. I was essentially like spending so much freaking time on, on so many different projects I was spending, like I was working on, I was working all the time pretty much. That That's my life the last year or so. Uh, I'm gonna back, get back to work ethic and what it even means because this year I really <laughs> boiled it down to the, absolute truth which which implies that i'm able to work much harder than i thought i would be able to work hard or i just like moved my limits to way way higher level but just, oh sorry uh but just really, really being like kind of decisive about the, the path that you you decide to follow and then just just sticking to that process regardless of what's actually happening and just really keeping an eye on on, on the previous video that i recorded like essentially if, if something's worth doing at all then it's worth doing right and then it's worth doing well then it's worth doing great and doing it the best that you possibly can because that's the new standard for you 
that has that's what ha- happened in the last two months. I, I'm doing better at, at in my university than I've ever been doing before, and this directly translates to my ability to, to actually trust myself to do other stuff great as well. It's just like I, I see so much freaking progress that I made as a person, and most importantly as a, as an identity of of the confidence that I like. I'm actually able to look. <laughs> This is like, might sound weird, but I just like, don't really care what other people think of me. I just like really think about the person who I want to become. And when I just look into the mirror, I know what I left everything that I had, all the energy on the court, so to say, what I, or whether I just, just screw this up because I didn't really have the, had the grace to actually power through all of the moments and the, the, like the moments where I should have left everything that I had on the court, but I didn't do that because I was just too afraid or there might be other things that I didn't really follow. So decisiveness, making fast decisions, sticking to them, I guess like this is the groundwork for, for everything, just like really being decisive about the things that you want to be doing. And, but this, I mean, it's, I guess like it's, if you want to get the most out of these videos, you should probably watch all of them because just watching one video might not get, give you enough sufficient context to you of actually what I was thinking about. And that's even that's even the thing that where, where I actually got screwed a lot of, in the past that I just watched a video where the person was saying that, okay, university is not good for you, like like whatever, and, and which ended up screwing me a lot and kicking me in the ass, biting me in the ass from long term because I just wasn't really thinking about this that, that much. So just take everything with a grain, grain of the salt, grain grain of salt because that's the way how you say that and i'm gonna be speaking about other stuff or other things in the, in the next few few videos so catch me next one well, welcome back to the next episode uh one of the reasons why i even put, put these these headphones on the, in this episode is is because i rewatched the last episode that i recorded and i heard that the audio that i was actually recording wasn't that high of a quality than the one that I perceived I was recording. And these, actually these headphones enable you to, like I, I can have a, have a cable, I have a mic here, it's the same setup that I'm always using when I'm recording a podcast. And like this is, it kind of enables me to hear myself and just test re- if, if the audio is working all right. I'm using a tool called Loom for recording these videos and for some reason, like the audio isn't just translating in a quality that I would perceive it would translate in, which kind of defeats the purpose of me actually wanting to record um, high quality videos. but. The reason why I'm speaking about this in that specific example is that you get better by doing more. And actually, like, there have been moments in the past where I was really trying to figure out, like, how to do stuff better. But in the end, like, looking back at all of the things I really tried out this year, recording, like, 100 videos on TikTok and everything else, one, one not 100, 1,000 videos on TikTok and everything else, I just, like, really made the decision that, or even the observation that, like, everything is solved by volume. The more stuff you do, the more feedback you get. And regardless of whether that feedback is good or bad, if it doesn't really squander your brand or anything else, like it's in 99.9% of, of all of all of the, the cases, it's, it probably won't be detrimental to your brand or anything else that you're creating. So just by doing more, you get better. You get better by doing more. I was just like always trying to figure out stuff by... There, there are many facets or many ways how I could really tackle this topic and, and just like express the ways how I fucked up in the past and maybe how you shouldn't go about things if you don't want to do the same mistakes that I did in the past. One of them speaking is, I just essentially tried or even thought that mindstorming and, and long-term, you have, 
yeah, like mindstorming and long-term thinking and not doing work for two months a year would be actually more productive for me than actually doing the work and, and, and just being very honest and open with me and, and just like approaching the things that I knew I should do, but I wasn't doing them because I was just afraid of them. And the best way of procrastination for me was just trying to think on a higher level than I'm currently at. And just shooting myself to the USA for three months where I wasn't able to do that much work because I was just like so much freaking, I was like just traveling from this state to this state and uh, just trying to work in cafes. And then I went into University of California and San Diego and just like spent majority of my days from the morning until the evening just working in their canteen and just like doing a bunch of crazy stuff, which like just looking back didn't really contribute to my growth that much as I was, as I anticipated they would contribute. It just like defeated the purpose of me actually just, just creating an image about myself that I'm not really, I'm not sure if I'm pretty congruent with that image. So just really, I guess like, opa, give me a second. I'm going to show you one, one, one thing that I have here. Oh, just have my airports. I need to put it back and the, what's this? Cool. I have like this book I already showed you before. It's $100 million leads. It's, it's a great book. And it's, it's written by Alex Romosi, which I already spoke about in the previous video. And the, the, the kind of like the thing that I was speaking about, or even one of the ways that one of the things that he taught me was that you get better by doing more. Like you, like essentially, regardless of what you do, regardless of what you try, like nothing will ever change your, in your life if you don't make the decision to actually to move forward and to make, make more stuff. Like just, it's like trying to trying to trying to record one video and, and just thinking that one first video will get you 100 million likes or 100 million views and just really we're thinking everything reading all the books out there but actually like this is such an, eff an efficient way of doing things you just like the best way is to start anywhere and just like move move forward and just build build your momentum i guess like momentum can really be underappreciated like like so much momentum that I have created now in the past two months, and even in terms of content creation, you just can't really see that. Like I've recorded 66 episodes of podcasts, which I'm already doing for more than two months now, straight, almost every single day. I just like, uh, it's pretty sick. Yesterday I was working for 18 hours the whole day. And then in the, at the end of the day, I just like, I knew I had it on my to-do list. Like it was 2 AM in the morning. I was like super dead. It was actually like, I started working at 7 AM yesterday and I finished two, like 1.30 a.m. today, and I still knew that I had to do the podcast. So I just like made the decision. I, I know that I would do that. So I just like uh, prepared this whole setup. I even have like a, what's that? Uh, like a thing I put over, over myself, like a, um, a blanket that kind of improves the audio. I don't have it rear right now because I, I kind of wanted to have a different effect with the camera, but like there's just so much that I learned in the last two months and even the, the way how my communication improved just by actually recording one episode every single day. It's just like I, I work on different kind of things. Majority of my time currently goes towards school. I'm just trying to improve there. And yeah, it's just like you get better by doing more. It's just like the best way for me to actually get better at podcasts. I know that like the, currently I'm on episode 66. I know that I recorded these 66 episodes with around 40 hours of actually time invested. I, I really tracked the time that I invested towards these episodes. So uh, most of the episodes were recorded just by recording them and uploading them to Apple Podcasts. I didn't really have time to rethink the editing, just linking that towards my team and just like finding a person who would be editing those videos, adding intros, cutting it and making it more high quality 
that isn't the type of priority that I have for me right now. I just perhaps didn't really turn process. I'm still like dedicating so much time towards my school. That's a different topic. But like just the amount of volume that I did, it just like upgraded my perception of the person who I think I am. And that, that I guess like the person who you are is way more important than all of the things that you have. It's just like, like this cannot be underestimated. Like just the person who you are speaks so freaking much about, it's just like the best feeling that you can have. Like the best feeling comparing everything else, comparing all of the greatest moments that I ever experienced in my life, winning like, like competitions and anything else is when you actually prove yourself that you're good enough. When you, for example, one of the best feelings is just going to the gym when you don't want to go to the gym and just actually finishing a workout that you know you should do, but you, you, you don't want to do it that because it's hard. And we just go get from the gym. You just like feel so freaking pumped up. You, you're, you're feeling so confident that whatever happens is just, you're going to get it done similarly as you did, did, did finish the workout. And that just gives you so much willpower and everything. You just feel so great. Like it's hard to express how great you feel when you're training for nine years. You have such a great, you have a great physique, pretty decent physique already. And you just uh, do that on a regular basis. Well, I'm just like kicking to a stand that I have here. I just need to fix my setup back then or once I finish this episode. So yeah, it's just like you get better by doing by doing more. Actually, like anytime I wanted to screw up, screw up this this principle. Actually, like just trying to find shortcuts it has never worked for me. It's like linking back to David Goggins. It's like he he has the saying that like the, he always says like there are no shorts, shortcuts for you Goggins, and and I I heard it only today when I was listening to one podcast episode and just like wholly shifted my, even the way how I perceive myself, like I was always trying to find these shortcuts, but then when I just, okay, if we eliminate the possibility that there are actually certain shortcuts that could help me to get to where I want to go, which is essentially building a type of a person who I want to become, then we can just confront the, the actual stuff that that's bef between me and my goals, which is like the amount of pure, pure hard work that needs to be done pure volume just like getting this stuff done it's just like taking off way off all of the things that are on my to-do list which is still like plentiful just hundreds of different tasks so you, you definitely get better by doing more it's like re-eliminating all the stuff that's that you're procrastinating on and you, that you think that you would change your life for the better and just confronting and be, being very open with you and just like knowing that it's going to be hard. It's going to take a lot of your energy and that you, the only way how you actually get better is, is by doing more and just like sticking with that for a long enough period of time. In terms of creating a brand, I was able to create a pretty decent brand, even though I didn't hit my goal. My goal was to hit 100,000 followers. And I actually, this is the thing that I, I, I kind of fucked up from a certain standpoint, uh, just working my goals. I essentially like I went I again was split too thin working on many different projects and then August I made the decision, made the shot that I would go and fly to Hawaii where I essentially like spent one and a half months in the US again and everything happened. Like I just had so many different kind of things in my mind that I was working on that I just dropped my content creation. Like I just screwed up. Like I had a plan to just record many more videos until the end of the year, but I didn't do that because I just screwed up. Like that that's my thing. I, I know what, looking bad that I could have worked way higher, worked way, way more. And 
and you're just like boiling it down to the to its purest essence like just you you get more by you get better by doing more it's just like not really trying to find all of these flashy flashy techniques and everything else like you just the pure amount of work that you need to need to confront and th that's it like just do this and that will work time for like like just overthinking and everything else like The sooner you start, the better you get. And even in terms of like me aligning, I'm, I'm going to be speaking about this in the next few videos, but really aligning myself with the amount of work that I've done in the past and just really trying to be accurately benchmarked against other people who I met and who success, whose success I would perhaps like, like to replicate in my life as well. I just know that I just like lack certain foundational basics that I know what I need to get back on and, and just really tackle from a certain standpoint from a certain point of view and for that reason I know that hitting 10,000 hours of actually actual work in the next two to three years will, will be the most transformational for my life in general it's just like I know that the amount of work that I'll put in it'll like freaking pay off I, I know that I invested I'm like at eight percent of, of this feed and the last two months I did like 800 work, hours of work even though it's freaking hard it's like the hardest thing that I've ever, ever done in my life but at the same time I just like feel so freaking proud of myself because I know that regardless of like the, I already have the results like the early results that I achieved like they're kind of great but I just know that if I just keep this vehicle compounding more and more and just like sacrificing absolutely everything that I have into this one thing even though I just made so many freaking mistakes in the past just finally listening to myself and just doing all the things that I know I need I should do but I just wasn't doing because I was seeking advice from other people who I thought would have better perspective on my, about my life and my goals even though I'm actually the most qualified person on the earth to, to give advice to myself which you are the same for your life then it kind of <laughs> makes all of this very clear that you just get better by doing more and that's it it's like confronting the work it's like if you invest like starting is the hardest if you actually make a conscious 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 decision that you'll invest 100 hours into your business you'll be surprised by how much progress you you're, you're gonna make it's like i've been like so cluttered with school and this week essentially i i finally had a bit more time to invest into business sops and everything else that i'm working on and, and it was finally the time right really was able to just make so much progress i was really surprised by how much progress i was actually able to make but the, the actual fact that i only did was i worked so freaking hard i just like put maybe like 70 hours or 65 hours of actual work and it's friday into the things i was working on and that's it like i just put put the work in and that's it that's everything that there's no, nothing else to search for then there's nothing else to seek it's just like confronting the work that's, that's before you and um you're once you invest the first 100 hours and just like really focusing not, not focusing on the outputs it's very hard to hard to focus on your outputs uh, like in the past i was just super focused on results like, okay i i had to know that i would earn 10k when i would pursue this opportunity and i i, I kind of had this goal i was super like anxious i was like okay i i need to <laughs> Uh, freaking like just just achieve a certain failure but, but I was just like stressing me out because I knew that I'm, I wasn't like really sure what I would achieve that or not but now just really looking back at everything I, I just like really know that getting to anything else is just like matter of actual focus and focusing on the work itself and if you just focus on work on it itself and just like really putting the, the inputs in the, the outputs will take care of themselves and it kind of even makes makes it more 
more visible. And in terms of maybe just analyzing a different kind of thing is like really looking and, and just becoming more in general acquainted with, with how much value you have in your life and just what, how many things you could be grateful for because like just meeting so many different kind of people this year, like people who are making millions, millions, like just so much freaking money every single month and just like trying to benchmark yourself, benchmark myself against them. And even like just being surrounded by just so much materialistic stuff, trying out watches for hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars on my hand, comparing them to the, the watch that I have. Everything else, like just, you get most of the stuff in life that's great for free. And like there has been so much stuff that happened this year that I, that didn't require that much money, but like required the basic minimum of actually what any single person can obtain very easily, which like contributed so much on my happiness. One, one example that I didn't really share, I didn't share this anywhere before. And it was just like, I went back in Orlando when I was flying back back from the U.S. after spending one and a half months there, and after going from a conference, ClickFunnels, I just went to the airport, and um, one friend of mine, I met her there. She was flying away like six or seven hours before actually my flight, so I went there. I said bye to her. We just ex ex exchanged some information about the conference because she met some people there, and we planned the next steps because we should be meeting um, back again in Miami in like five months or so. And then just just out of the random, I just met one one girl. Like she was super freaking amazing. I, I didn't meet a girl like that before. She was like super cute. She was <laughs> um like she was freaking amazing. And We kind of like ended up hanging around, hanging with each other for for like a few hours after that. Like we went for another dinner and like did, did some other stuff as well. But like, um, I kind of like got kidnapped by her and her mother, and we just like they they showed me around back in Orlando and just like we we kind of had a great time together. But essentially, like like just boiling it down to the two spirits essence, like I, I just like had such great memory and and just I had such a great time which didn't really cost me that much money. And the same with Hawaii, like you pay 100 bucks and you're thrown, you're just like a small boat takes you to the middle of the ocean. And there you're just dumped from the boat in the ocean. And you swim with sharks. That thing has really redefined my way of how I actually look at life, how I actually look at death and everything else, because I was like super freaking afraid. Like if you name one thing that I was really afraid of, that was deep ocean and sharks, I was like afraid of the deep ocean. I, like when you don't see the bottom of the sea, when I would just see photos like that on my phone, I would just have like almost a panic attack, not panic attack, but I was just like be so freaking afraid. I just like would close my phone and not look at it anymore. I was just like, so it was something ingrained in me. So I just like went to into Hawaii, went, went in Hawaii and then just made a decision. I just made a call and just booked the, booked the trip for me. So and then I went there, um, I, I arrived in the harbor at like 7 a.m. And then the ship, took us with a group of like five people or six people. It was a small ship. We went into the ocean and like nothing, nothing to see there. And then the uh, ship got anchored there. 
uh, people started like putting on their fins and everything else and you just like see all of these sharks circling around your ship and i was like the first person like look is it a shark uh, and and the, the like the the person who was like the captain of the ship or like the people who were there with us our supervisors or like the, the crewman uh, told us like yeah yeah that, that's a shark it's like holy fuck and then they just told us that okay great um i was uh, unfortunately i was the first person like i was the person who was sitting the closest to the stairs to the actual water so once the instructor jumped into the water i was the second one to just follow him and that was like the moment like i, I just like I was like freaking out and I, other people didn't really perceive that I was just like freaking out. I was like, holy crap. Um, and I just like jumped into the water and I just like knew that I would just put, put my goggles on and, and the fear, the, the, the thing that I feared the most in my life back then, I would just like see that. And that's essentially what happened. So I just like put on my goggles and I just like looked down and nothing. I it was like deep breaking water. It was like, you just, not, not blue, like dark blue. I was like, holy crap. And like the second thing you see, you see like sharks and like not like baby sharks, like huge sharks and like three meter sharks, like three meter. I'm not, it's like huge. It's like huge. And like them circling around you and you're the only person around there. And then they, they even like start swimming straight forward to you and one meter before the, like three foot before they actually should go to you. They, they, they just circle around somewhere else. Like the first few minutes, I was like, holy crap. And like those waters are very well known even for the biggest sharks, like white sharks, tiger sharks. Uh, unfortunately, like we didn't see them, but not sure if unfortunately, but like we didn't see them. And like that was just the most, I guess, like closest feeling that I ever had where I feel that I would actually have a pretty decent chance of dying even though it was potentially like safe and many people have done that before, but at least like mentally, yeah, it was like a, when you tell other people like, okay, go ahead and jump into a deep ocean uh, with sharks without a shark cage, like, okay, then they really think about, okay, I'm not sure if that's something that I would be willing to do, but I did that. And that was kind of like this, the, the moment that I just like completely changed the way how I thought. Like that was a really significant moment in my life because I just like, up until that moment, I just was overthinking everything. But the, the, the thing or like the, the, the type of mentality that I even got doing that thing back there in Hawaii, like swimming with the sharks, I just jumped into water and just meditated and just like fully gave away myself to the ocean and just like really knew that my best chance of actually getting through this is to remain calm and just like focus on actually doing that thing. And I ended up like being there for one, one hour or so, just swimming with the sharks. Did see a bunch of them, even different kinds. And just reflect, reflecting back on that, it's just like, it's really fun my way of how I see death. Uh, and I just like even spoke of this with my father and like all the other different people who are really curious about what I get from that experience. I just like really thinking about death and what death means for me. It's like, okay, when I, when I just really think about the closest experience to death to me, like just really swimming in the ocean with sharks. Like looking back, it was on traumatizing experience. Like I knew that like, okay, if I would, it might, might sound weird, but like if I would have died back then, it just like wouldn't make me sad that much. It's like, okay, I just like freaking died doing something that I liked. It was like, great. 
And if that's something that feels the most closest to death, then death actually isn't that scary at all. It's just like something that comes. And I'm not really speaking about this from the depressive, depressive point of view. I'm just like really speaking about like just being super objective. It's just like really everything is built on expectations that you have. Like we don't really imagine that as humans, like we now live the best lives that humans ever lived before. Like we have just so much technology. We have so much pleasures. We're like the best, most developed democracies, societies. You can just travel wherever you want. You can just uh, eat food, like whatever you want. And we really kind of like forget to think about that what actually life thinks what actually life would have been for us if we were ten thousand years ago that we would actually be in a similar situation that a, a normal fishes or a normal like chicken is this these uh, these layers or biggest whatever like just just look at lives that, for example other other animals live like you're an animal we are animals as well if you just think about that like we have also like circulatory systems and everything else if you just look at lives for example of chickens like and all of these meat factories that are in the world like imagine that you're you just forget you, you are a chicken this might be a very weird example but imagine that you're a chicken and let's say you have you have eggs you, you have, let's say you have 10 10 kids like you as a chicken you, you have these 10 eggs and then you're taken and you're like beheaded and you're you're just like packed into a plastic container and then you're consumed by someone else who just bakes you in the oven and this is like fully legal. You're just like a chicken and someone beheads you. And then all of your 10 kids are beheaded as well and eaten. And all of their kids are beheaded as well. Imagine if something like that would be happening in human like in human civilization as well. It's like, you, you can't even imagine that, like if your parents now were beheaded, you would be like, imagine that, like all of these people would be traumatized for until the end of their lives. And imagine like if a parent would lo lose their children because they would be beheaded, it would be like the most freaking uh, hard experience that he couldn't even go through. And like, just imagine that these people would be living in prisons every single day and that they would be just harvested for the resources that they have. It's like, feels so freaking un unhuman. And we are doing this on a massive scale with billions and billions of, of live livestock that we have. And we are just like treating ourselves just, just being better from a certain point of view. And the only advantage, real advantage that we have is just our ability to think. I'm not saying this because it's it's from from a certain standpoint somehow bad. I'm still like eating meat and everything else. I'm just like really trying to maybe establish a different context that we have. It's just like we have so much freaking much, and we do feed many things very with with a lot of tra tragedy. Whatever in reality, like there's no tragedy. Just being alive today as a human. Like just being freaking alive and even living the most shitty life that you're actually working in some freaking job, you're you're living life that's unprecedented in the history of the world and looking at all the humans that were out there and all the animals. You have just so many freaking privileges that you can't even imagine that. And it's kind of like somehow 
enables me to just get out of my head sometimes and just really thinking about everything and that thinking my that, that these 10 or 20 problems that i have in my hand the head that i'm trying to figure out that other people in my age or younger age and like i'm just like being surpassed by all the other people earning like just so much freaking money way younger than me because i'm just taking a leap in academics it's just like proves to be so freaking irrelevant from a certain point of view and just looking at that if you're just imagining that you as a prime apex species in the history of the world lived more than lived a great life didn't struggle with food whatever some things might have happened but like you essentially lived a great life and that's great like the great question about everything is like and and what like and what is it great? Is it bad? And like, whatever. Is it bad? Okay, great. And it's like just just establishing a whole great perspective in terms of like maybe other things how this could be solved. Like just genetically growing meat on petri dishes, which is already a thing that's happening in labs. Like lab grow meat. I, I really feel that there is a great potential in this as well. If that would be somehow made sustainable in terms of okay, if you would just eliminate killing all, all of these plants or people and just like cloning their meat, which we all essentially like need to harvest, like that's the groundwork. It's like looking at that and at groundwork, it's the same as okay, if a tiger eats a human, great, like one tiger ate a human, like one, one human gets eaten by a tiger per year, great, and how many chickens, how many pigs are eaten by human every single, every single year, like billions, I guess. Okay, is there some kind of relationship between this? Like, is is the one cost of human life actually bigger than those billions of the chickens that are dying every single year? In terms of if animals have feeling as well as humans have, it could be a great thing to think about. Yeah, I guess like that. That's that's my two cents on, on this topic. I guess like I, I elaborated a bit more on, on the things that I wasn't even sure what I. We just get in, into them, but I just like had the feeling that I should just discover them as well because I really read that they are important as well. So um, take everything with two cents, yes. Yeah, I, I'm gonna cover some some more stuff in the another videos that that'll be coming very soon. But with that being said, it was great speaking to you today. I'm gonna catch you. Right, I'm gonna catch you. Right. Right. I'm back here again. Um, essentially, this episode should be about the rule of ten thousand hours and why I've been perceived that or what I have what I have taken from this rule. Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of that. I'm, I'm going to give you a big, bit more context about where it has even come from and how I'm specifically about applying it in my life and in all the pursuits that I'm currently pursuing. So, great. This rule was um, drew up on by the research of Malcolm Gladwell and his book Outliers, where he essentially analyzed all the outliers in the world and what separates them from all the other people. There has been an experiment that has separated or like just re had a look on violinists uh, at the age of five, like when they started playing and what has really separated the best violinists in the world uh, that have played for some of these big music groups um, and, and, and like really these big sold out <coughs> places from all these other violinists that were out there. And the only thing that essentially they analyzed was the amount of practice that they did. That those violinists that made it to the top were actually the ones that started playing when they were young and throughout their whole careers of practice, they have accumulated something around 10,000 hours of practice. This was the first example, first, ex first example and the second examples that you can really see there in the book described. You should definitely go ahead and um, also have a better look at them as, for example, <clears throat> Bill Gates. 
uh, at the time where he was already accepted to Harvard, when he was just at Harvard as well, and when he was just dropping out to go work on, on his his kind of like career, he already had 10,000 hours of practice, a minimum of coding. Like he was just one of the best people in the world um, just to code because of the, the kind of like background where he came from, from a, one of the first, like his high school and his primary school one of the, was one of the first schools ever in the history of the United States. I guess the first two schools that have ever received a computer. And he has just fell in love with the computer when he was young and he has just started coding and he has just coded so much stuff. Even when he was in high school, he was, he already worked at like at such a, such advanced stuff uh, for his age. He was one of the, arguably one of the best people in the world at the age of 18, where he just even enrolled to Harvard, he was one of the best people in the world and coding in itself. The same with, uh, let's say even Mark Zuckerberg, he was just, just he just put so much freaking work ethic work in in terms of how much he actually worked and just looking back in my life and just really even kind of like the fallacies that i was trying to follow just really trying to make certain things work faster than they could have ever ever worked before and even the amount of work that i that i put in in terms of doing due diligence that you just really reading enough uh, about a certain topic or business that before actually diving in and understanding the ins and outs of everything that i was working on and just even in terms of how to actually make it work <clears throat> I, I just like discovered that okay great i was putting some work in but this was like one percent of of the work that I, I i need to put in in order to actually make this freaking work like just very very low compared to where i actually had to go to so uh, the rule of 10,000 hours says that like to, just to become the best in the world an expert at, at a certain thing you have to put at least 10,000 hours in which translates to about 10 years of practice now where i'm coming my point of view on this is that Theoretically, I'm not sure if this will work. I, like this is a thing that I didn't search for anywhere else. When I just discussed it with a few people, they just told me, told me that this is a freaking ridiculous idea that won't work. Work that it likely won't work, and it likely will just bite me back in the ass. I just started to use this, this kind of like saying. Um, I appreciate. I like it. It's kind of like make, makes pretty good sense. Bite me back in the ass. So. <laughs> Like theoretically, if you work 16 hours a day for the period of 12 months, which is one year, that adds, adds up to 5,840 hours. Which means that if I do this for two years straight, I would be able to get back almost 12,000 hours. Which would mean that I would have a, like a really good background in terms of like just laying a very solid foundations for all the other persons that I want to be pursuing. And I just kind of, in the last two months, I, I had, I, I, I've given this a try, like a really serious try. I can't show it to you right now. I'm going to probably show it to you in the next video. But just, I, I really tracked like 850 hours Right, about more than 800 hours in the last, like since 7th of November, today it's 29th of December 2023, like within this time period, which is less than two months, I've tracked like 800 hours of work. This month, like December itself, I'll hit 500 hours of tracked work, which in itself means that 
theoretically this would be possible in terms of how i feel right now i just like made so much freaking progress in all of the things i was working on i'm just like i just feel so freaking i just feel so freaking great not because this was somehow easy because i'm amazing or anything else it's just like after everything that i've gone through after everything that i've tried I just like finally found out that, that the work is actually separating me from my results and I feel great when I'm making progress forward. I just feel great when I'm just working so freaking much and going all out and, and just like being in this kind of mentality that I'll, I'll come hell or high water, I'll just get it freaking done. Yeah, so I'm just like feeling proud of myself. I guess that's that's the... Because I, I know that if you're working like... We need, not, not just working that you're texting or anything else, but like if you're really frankly focused, like just... 15 hours a day, it's just so freaking hard. And if you're just tackling a certain project or a certain subject in school that's so freaking hard that you're just like spending, spinning your wheels for three hours and then after three hours you eventually solve, solve, solve the problem that you, you, you have been so, trying to solve for like those three hours, it, it's just like mind blowing how, how great you can actually feel about yourself. And even in terms of just building positive habits for the future, like there's, there's just certain amount of work that you need to just go through. I, I'm able, based on everything that I've seen, to just bet 10,000 hours of my life, essentially the age of 23, 24, which some people might consider are the best ages of ages to be alive in terms of life. Um, like create you 23, 24, you can, you, you still are great. You have a lot of energy. You can do whatever the heck you want. And you're just like willing to bet ten, the 10,000 hours of these precious hours. Uh, because like I guess when you will be 85 that you just like every single day you that's even like kind of just trying to feel grateful when you'll be 85 you just like will have trouble walking your knees will be hurting your back will be hurting you will be just like sleepy all the time you can't really run anymore because you would just break yourself just trying to be really grateful for that right now uh, but at the same time it's just like okay I just like like to do stuff that I want with my life and I just know that based on everything that I've gone through for my better future like the only thing that's essentially separating me from that is just putting these 10,000 hours in and just brute force and I, I can really say that like these first the first 500 hours like it, it goes very slow whatever whatever thing you're really investing this into like my plan all in all out it's just invested into marketing since i've been accepted to the to a great marketing master's degree and like my plan essentially i'm still in and out deciding whether i should take it because i already kind of like got, a, got an invitation letter from them it's like now the now the only thing is that whether i'll actually enroll in in, in october like it's october or no if I would go in, I would just go all out, like just go for a 1.0 GPA, which is 4.0 US. I'm just 1.0 German, German uh, ranking, uh, grading system. In terms of my focus, I really want to become, I just like marketing in terms of the things that I can learn there. I think they could be positive to me. Um, but just like, I'm just like kind of willing to invest 10,000 hours of work without actually seeing anything back or receiving anything back. I, I never want to get like a corporate job or anything like that. I just like, that's super depressing for me in terms of actually like get obtaining a degree and just getting actually better at, at a certain thing. In terms of like, I'm just like really trying to figure out what the hell would I do. I just know like, 
I, I know that if I wouldn't go pursue this, I would just go full out into business because there are also these people who are just like, okay, I'm going to drop out. And then they just go and screw, they just, just fly somewhere to a third world country like Thailand or Colombia or somewhere else. And then they just like work their digital nomad lifestyle four hours a day. Then they like, they're, they're fooling themselves that they're actually making any progress forward. When in reality, they're just like getting drunk every single day. And then during the night, they're just like, when they come, come back home to the room at 4am, they get four hours of sleep. And then they just, just try to convince themselves that they're actually making any progress forward. When in reality, they're not doing any, anything. So, like just thinking about that versus being here in Vienna where I have such a good standard operating procedures, everything is here, everything is set. I'm just like getting better and better and actually get just getting the most out of the standard I have here. And I, I just freaking know that like I'm able, I have the systems here to be able to operate at like such a freaking efficiency that no one can compete with me or many... <laughs> In terms of how much work I'm actually able to get done in terms of my efficiency here, I have a gym here when I live, I have like a grocery store right here. My school is right in the backyard, like 50 meters from here. I have like a nice condo here. I have a nice park where I can go and just, just reflect about all the things I'm working on. Just traveling anywhere else, I, I just like, not a single other place where I've been so far, I've been to so far would enable me to do this like this amount of efficiency. When, if I would go to, the, I'm just like, not sure where, where else I would go. It's like, okay, great. And just, just re treating this as the, the foundational, because, because it's, it's really fleeing in terms of like, just, I really try to do a research just to get a better perspective about how much time you actually need to invest into certain things to actually get a better grasp of them. And the amount of time is so insignificant compared to how many how much time even i spend in the past procrastinating about starting for example just, just i i researched it i guess like learning for example advertising it takes something like 100 hours to get pretty decent like just to get get the most out of that nothing like that's one week learning video editing like just to get the gist out of that like also pretty much you can do that within a week like if you just went all out into video editing you can get pretty decent you're not gonna be the best person in the world but you you'll get decent whoa you can see that my dad is calling me right now but i want the hell is this can you hear right, that right right i'm back here um didn't really turn off turn on my night mode because i was waiting for a call like an hour ago from a friend of mine because we were trying to sort something out for his business and my dad called me so great yeah i didn't speak to my dad for like a week now so um he'll have to wait for a bit more because i need to finish this topic with you all of ten thousand hours it's just like the only thing that stands between you and your goals is just like the to-do list of the things that you have to do in terms of this has been a big one for me. I'm going to, I guess, like create a separate topic for that, but just like traveling. And just for me, I just like pretty did traveling because I didn't do, didn't know what else to do. I just thought that that would somehow move me forward. Uh, it has moved me forward. Just gave, gave me a bit more perspective. What I really essentially find out is that it doesn't matter where you are. It's just about the person who you are. And if you're just really living by your values, then it's like 100% okay. I just really feel that Europe has the most positive aspects that I really see 
uh, seek to get or seek to get from a place where I'm living at in terms of the quality of life and the amount of focus that I'm able to have. But just like, whether you do 16 hour days in Bali, whether you do 16 hour days here in Vienna, whether you do them in Hawaii, wherever where, where else the heck you want to work at, it doesn't really matter. Like just the work needs doing. And that's the only thing that that's essentially standing between you and your goals, just, just getting this stuff done. If you get the stuff done, that is great. If you don't do it, then essentially you're falling short. It's just the amount, like the amount of, it's just about how hard you're able to go with yourself. The harder you're able to go with yourself, the better you'll get. Like that's simple. It, it, it's that's it. It isn't about just trying to be flashy and everything else. It's just, it's, it's, it, the harder you're able to work on yourself, the better you'll get. That's simple. So just to wrap it up, uh, what was even that? Just to wrap it up, it's like just, if you invest 10,000 hours into something, you're gonna be the best, one of the best people, persons in the world. And for me, it's just like really investing 10,000 hours into marketing, actually doing marketing as well as just learning from the experts in the field, I guess, if you wanna learn and uh, have it like that, then I, I really treated that, that this could be one of the best investments um, I could possibly make it, even in terms of, I, I did one experiment with me, just really trying to, Alex Ramosi, kind of like now, always speaking about him, but out of all the people out there that I, even mentors that I had, like he's just the person who I trust the most and the ways how our lives are, are so similar in terms of upbringing and everything else, it's it just, and even the things that we enjoy, I just like know what he, that guy is speaking about and I know that, what he speak he is speaking about is actually true. I, I trust him. Like he has now started doing a certain thing. I, I've just like taken inspiration from this and tried it out a few days ago. Like just speaking to your older version of yourself, like eighty-five uh, year old version of yourself, because and, and just like having text message communication. I, I did that in a Google Doc because the person like imagine this. Like if you're speaking or if you're asking for advice, I even recorded past episodes or specifically this topic, but if you're just like trying to ask someone for advice, like then you have the problem that like actually that person usually doesn't have that much context about the situation in which you are right now. That's the first part. The second part, there's a kind of like the problem of alignment of incentives. Like if your incentives are aligned in terms of when you're, for example, speaking about life coaching, <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> okay. Well, uh, bless you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, I'm in the incentives, and the first thing is, you know, he once he even spoke about the first thing. I'm, I'm not sure what it was like yeah alignment alignment of incentives like if the person has credibility yeah, and it, like credibility like if he has credibility he has achieved the things he want to achieve or if he has uh, the skill set or if he's even able to give you great advice in terms of me aligning myself and speaking to my so to say 85 year old myself which has already achieved all the things i want to achieve and and has just so much context about life because in the end nothing matters because i'm gonna die either way just asking him for advice. 
like even that gave me so much confidence just to do certain things that I, I wouldn't have the confidence to do before that. It's just like really trying to be myself. Yeah, there are like a lot of topics I'll definitely cover in the upcoming videos, but like just this one bullet it down. I just like know that freaking like doing those 10,000 hours of work and just investing them meticulously into specifically selected pursuits. I just like know that this will bring me, bring me, bring me the highest ROI in terms of like the things I'm working on. I just know that regardless of what happens, if I invest these 10,000 hours in without expecting anything to get, get back, I just like know in the worst case scenario, I'll just like build a badass version of myself that I'll, I'll like just wake up and I'll just be very happy with the person that I am. Not because of the, just the, just not just because of the things I have, but, but more importantly, just because of all the work that I actually put in. It's just like such a great feeling. Even now, like last two months, I just like feel like a different person. Like it's a, it's a different way. It's not just about, okay, you buy new sets, new set of, glasses or whatever like you just feel like a different person no it's a different feeling because it's internal you just like feel like a different person okay i did this i, I just like no it's just like the, the confidence that you gain from experience like trying to fool yourself to have confidence and things that you're not actually good at is um it, it's weird but actually like just getting good at things and then then the confidence comes itself so i just like just really having the long-term perspective in my mind, but that what I even was falling short on before that. And the reason why I'm just, why I just started tracking time and the rule of 10,000 hours is just like, I, I had kind of like the feeling that I just know in the, even in the past, I just knew that I had to be patient with a lot of things when I wanted to achieve certain things. But the, my bad point of view on many of those aspects was when I, I just thought that waiting would be enough, waiting would be sufficient. It's way different when you're actually like, okay, working on something for three years, but you're actually work basting your ass of 12, 13, 14, 15 hours a day, going all out freaking on one thing, and then you're patient for three years or maybe for 10 years. On the other hand, if you're just like patient for five years and you're putting, okay, I'm going to do one hour of work here, one hour of work there, like, then it's freaking bad. It's just like, it doesn't move you anywhere. And, and that was like a just big aha moment for me. Like, okay, just traveling and messing around, just going to the US and just expecting that me trying to figure out stuff would happen faster if I just messed around and traveled and like did all this rah-rah thing and just thinking in clouds would, would, like this would help me more than actually just sitting down. Being at a cubicle, like I just, this could be my cubicle, so to say, and just like freaking busting my ass and just going all out that I possibly can. Like we can perhaps agree that this is a way faster approach to actually figure stuff out, actually like be doing that stuff and just be blasting your ass off, put 10,000 hours on your line. Like, I mean, like this is a capital for me. If you think about it holistically, until the age of 85 or so, I have like 500, over five, like 550, 570,000 hours. Great. I have it quantified if you just, take one third of that because that sleep that, that equals like 388,000 hours of actual like wake time. So I mean, once I'm investing one thirty eighth of my life into actual just, just these two years and these two years are, are some of the, like many people would say like these two years are, are the most valuable years of your life. If you want to say that, if I would want that, I could just like be traveling and just doing some weird stuff. I'm not doing that. I'm just like going to be sitting here. I'm just busting my ass off.
because there's a specific reason why. It's like the same thing. If, I, if you ask me, like, if I've been fulfilled when I've been in Hawaii, my answer would be a no. I was like fucking stressed out. I was like, the fact that I wasn't able to work was stressing me out more than everything else that I saw there. Like all these landscapes and all this crap that I was there. Like, okay, it was great. But at the same time, I just wasn't able to work. I, I stopped recording videos because I just couldn't handle it with the amount of work that I was able pro to produce there. My output wasn't sufficient enough for me, regardless of how less, how little I slept. Because of just the, the pure inefficiency that was there, I just couldn't do anything. Looking back, I would have definitely restructured it better in terms of me looking right now on the next two years. I don't want to travel at all. I just don't want to be freaking here. Maybe take a, take a short trip there and here. It's like the same with travel, like the best traveling mechanism or the way how I would like to travel in, in the future. I, I just like even spoke to my older version of myself. It sounds very rara, but like just really trying to create a better strategy for me. I'm like, okay, I'll probably have way more resources and everything else focused to travel and actually travel to the fullest when I'll be 26, 27, like great. Right now it's just time to focus. Like now it's time to grind. So like let, let's just put the blinds down and just I have my blinds down. Just like let's let's just freaking grind. Let's just do the work that needs doing. That's it. Just let's not wait for the best moment that'll, that'll never come. Like now is the time to, to act. Whatever has happened in the past, like no, no matter how hard you try to change what has happened in the past, you, you won't do that. Like the best way how we can change is actually to make the decision today. And just take ownership of the things where you fucked up in the past. I, I have fucked up so many times that there are many people who have started way later than me and have achieved way more success, that, success than I have. I, I take full ownership of that. Like, great. And for that reason, like, that's like a thing that kicks me in the ass every single morning. Like, okay, great. Uh, we've gotten to a pretty decent point, but at the same time, like, just there's so much room for growth looking to the future. Like, Let's not slow down. Like now is not the time to go slow. Like now is the time to just pass my ass and just go 150%, just all out. So in terms of just looking for shortcuts, there are no short shortcuts for me. That's that's a great observation that I have. And the second observation is just like just just make the work. Uh make it work. Do the work. And that's it. Like just ten thousand hours for me. Um yeah, just pretty much my temple here being super focused and not waiting for for the best best time to start but rather starting right now so i'll wrap the wrap this up sorry i'll wrap this one here and i'll catch you in the next one where i'll be speaking about different topics ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the next episode of, of my reflections for the end of the year today we are going to be speaking about at least like it's a message for me don't travel freedom is a restriction and it's a great topic to speak about. I really much appreciate that. And I would like how, how to establish the groundwork for what I'm just about to say. It's like you're going to be receiving so much advice from different people where all of them will be giving you different pieces of advice of what actually you should be doing. And as I established or, or in the previous episodes, it's great to just, just listen to yourself. In the most part, just like listen to yourself because you know what you want to achieve. And if you have at least a basic context about what things you're doing, you're able to give yourself the most actionable advice about the things that you want to be working on. So don't travel 
Uh, that's a great advice for me because three months ago, I was just like an attitude that, okay, let's go and explore the whole world. I just want to travel to all over the country. I just had a plan that I would go and see the whole Scandinavia this year until the end of the year and all the, all the, others, all the other stuff. But in the end, like my main premise was just, I want to travel to get to know those countries as much as I could so that I could then perhaps like leverage that in my business, gain more confidence, grow my identity and everything else, which is great. I'll definitely do that. But at the same time, just like really looking at what's the constraint right now. It's there has even been, been one book. I'm not really sure about what was the name of the book. Um, if you give me one second, I might be able to. Yeah, the, the name of the book was The Goal by Eliyahu Goldrath and Jeff Cox, C-O-X. I listened, uh, it was one of the foundational books for Amazon and Jeff Bezos took a lot of the advice from the book. It's a novel about business and the whole book is about uh, finding, searching for constraints and eliminating those constraints when you want to experience growth in your life. The the main gold nugget that I extract, extracted from that book is that you essentially have to search just for one thing that's limiting your level of output or the level of results you want to be achieving and then just focus on that one thing. And then once you establish that, then just start focusing on different kind of verticals and things. For me, two months ago, the one thing was just increasing the amount of output that I was putting in. Like, because, okay, if you're just, like, compare this, if you're working 40 hours a week, like what's the best way of how to actually be be doing more work or be doing more progress when you're in the beginning stages of anything you're creating? Like, okay, just start working double that, that amount. Like just do more. Like if anyone is doing 10 cold calls, start doing 20 or even more. Like, I mean, this is not the best, best example because I'm not doing cold calls right now. It's just like, you're slowly gonna get better, but the best way how you actually get that is to eliminate these constraints. For me, the biggest factor was not actually like traveling will help me, but it won't help me as much as doing that, confronting the actual work and just getting the stuff done that I know that I need to get done, but I'm not getting it done because I don't just have so much open space, open time just to get it done. And the best thing for me right now, uh, just really trying to analyze it and just even trying different kind of setups working from the US, mainland, from working from LA, working from Orlando, working from Hawaii, working from Bali, working from Singapore. Like the most amount of progress that I've ever been able to make was from here, from Vienna. This was like, I have the gym here, I have everything else. And now I'm just like, okay, I, now I'm convinced based on the experience that I have, which is substantial, that travel in itself will help me, but not as much as actually the work itself which I'm able to do here pretty much. That's great. So let's just confront that work. That's maybe the first part. The, the second part of the name of the, the slide, like freedom is in restriction. Many people feel that, I, I'm. how do I know that? Like, I, because I was that, that kind of a person before, but like I, when I was young, I just thought that like if I would have less things in my life, I would feel somehow less happy and more restricted. But in the end, I just like figured out like the less stuff I have, the more focused I feel and the more happy I feel. Like in terms of just, for example, restricting your diet to eating the same stuff every single day. I thought if you ask m most people if they like this, they, they would tell you like fr freaking no. Like it would just have them feel more unhappy, unhappy. But for me, I found what I like to eat. I found what works great with my body tap and what gives me energy. And I found like what satisfied all of my healthy needs in terms of macronutrients, 
protein and everything else. Great. I'm just like eating the same freaking thing every single day. And <laughs> counterintuitively, like the more of these days that I eat the same thing I have, like the more I enjoy that food, like the, my enjoyment and utility that I get from the food doesn't go down. It's just like very simple. The same with work. If you just like tell myself, like I just like consciously told myself, like now is not, not the time to travel. I'm pretty much probably going to be sitting here for the next year or two. And now it's even not the time to be experimenting with different kind of weird stuff. Like just now is the time to get the work done. This kind of like gave me like more restriction and, and even more freedom that I actually know that I could do the other stuff, but I'm not doing it because it's my conscious decision that I, I feel understood incorrectly. So that was like a big breakthrough for me as well. Just like being the, the fact that you restrict yourself doesn't necessarily imply that you won't feel happy if happiness is, is really the goal because there's even this quote that whenever you want to achieve like even if you look at your life in the past like you just maybe like you thought that that thing would bring you happiness or you already told yourself that achieving certain fate would make you happy and just re philosophically thinking about that it's just like okay great what's next and it's just about continual growth like okay whatever um you just grab the meaning for your life yourself and the best meaning that you can have is just to create something and just build something i guess like that's great like i just always like like to build stuff and i'm pretty much spending my whole day whole day all day all night just working on that so i guess my two cents on that with that being said i guess we can wrap it up here if you have any other yeah, I guess like I'm I'm ending I'm ending this with with a podcast ending. But yeah, if you want to reach out, feel free to shoot me a message on my Instagram, Jacob Bartek, and I'm gonna be speaking to you in the next episode. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm back here and I'm ready to uh, tell you more about food and performance. All right, these are the realizations that I had back back in back this year. Um, I guess it's a great time for me to be speaking about this. I just finished one workout, feeling so freaking great. Uh, had had some fruits, had a protein shake, I had an ice cream because I was craving an ice cream and in itself ice cream doesn't have that much calories in it, in inside. So it's it's like I had a magnum, you know, like ice cream. It's not that bad. Like I mean if you're working out for nine years straight, you essentially know what's in all of these different food categories and everything else. I guess I'm just so excited, so freaking excited to be speaking about this specific topic because there's just so much junk outside here where people do the, who don't have any expertise in those specific topics are speaking about stuff that doesn't even work and mainly in the relation of, of fitness and, and business in itself. The greatest, how do you even say that? I mean, like the greatest person who I look up to in this, this field as well is Alex Ramosi, as, as in many other fields. And the reason why is that, okay, we're both kind of jacked and we're working out for many, many years, both him and I. Um, I'm in the game for nine years, just working out still. And, and I mean, like he as well. And kind of, I, I, I like it very much that when I was young, when I was 16, 15, there were these people always telling me like, okay, there will be certain times of your life when you won't find time for working out. And, um, and they were just like, I was looking at what they were doing, or at least they were telling me what they were doing. And they just 
for example, dropped fitness because they were studying hard for an exam, which is kind of like makes sense. But then you look further ahead at their life, what they're doing, and you just end up end up seeing that they might be studying a few hours every single day, like four or five hours, which they essentially think is enough. Uh, and instead of going to the gym one hour a week, one hour a day, they just like instead of that, just go out with some friends every Friday evening because they just think that that's cool. Uh, so, so just like kind of aligning this this here and what does it even entail? Like, okay, you can still do this if you have the right standard operating procedures, you're working out. I just like, there's so many people, I guess all the, the young guys who are just around me, there's just so many young guys um, and friends that I have who are just like six figures a month, even more. They are always like, kind of jacked uh, or like they have time to work out. It's not about just that that one extra hour that you would be able to get from work won't make a signif- such a significant difference that like like you wouldn't be able to fit one hour of gym. And, and the best part about this is that when you go to the gym, um, I mean, it has so many benefits. For for example, for me, like I, I guess like I can just be here stuck in this room for two hours, two months without going out without doing, doing anything else. And when I just go to the gym, it, it just like completely shifts my mood. I just feel so great. I, I'm like just right now in the moment because I, I just came from the gym. I had a 30 minute workout, just went down 30 seconds there. I just did a workout with some machines, then went into the shop, bought some bought, bought a, yeah, ice cream, protein, shake, and, and just went back here. And now I'm pretty much recording this. So like, it's, how do you even say that? It's it's hard in the first three years. It's freaking hard. You don't know whether it's working. And, and that's the same mentality that I'm even applying in all the other fields that I'm going into. I just know like regardless of how hard you try, like the first three, four, five years, you're gonna be just, like it's gonna be just, there's just crap. And, and like essentially the, the highest returns that I've achieved in fitness and where, where when I, the time when I started to really feel great, <laughs> I guess those were just the last few years. Those last few years, I just feel great. I, I just like feel that I'm, I'm I'm in full control. I just feel super. It, it's great. Um, and there, there's always like these first five years that you're inside everything. You're just like trying to figure stuff out. But essentially, like the thing that I even found in fitness and in performance and in food and everything else, like just the more more energy you put in, the more you get out. Like there's a direct correlation here that, that that's very true. And I'll be also speaking about this direct correlation later ahead in a future videos that you'll be probably able to see. But with that being said, it's just like, when I was 18, I just made a conscious, de- conscious decision. When I was 14, I was when I was 18, I was working on the, for five years already. So like, just, just mind that. And I just made a conscious, conscious decision that I would just go and study fitness for one one month straight. So I just pretty much studied at eight hours a day, um, and go, went through a few university courses and just everything else uh, that I found online. And, and just I just learned so much, like bio, biology, and how does that like f- splitting of amino acids and just like how do they get how does the muscle breaking process break like just like details and after that like i mean yeah it's it's like um i'm not i'm a huge fan of fitness in terms of i like doing that in terms of being really pro i i don't like it and even just just working in this in the in the industry i just like that that's nothing for me 
I like sales, I like marketing, and that's like the part where I want to be present even in the future. And that's the reason why I'm doing this. So uh, food and performance, I guess, very important stuff. You should definitely mind just trying to be as efficient as, as possible. Um, and, and your food does a lot to your performance. For example, today when I was just about to record the first video, uh, maybe like an hour before that, I actually had like two sandwiches which I don't do that often because I know that when I have one sandwich, I can have a bit more energy, but when I have two, it just drains my energy and I just like feel like crap. And I had two today and I just like felt like crap. I, I was feeling too hot. I was, my mind was, my mind was foggy. I was just like super scattered all around the place and I felt horrible. But at the same time, it's just like, okay, it, it's you, when you are, for example, like many, many things that I could imply here. Uh, the first one is that I always have usually like, four to six hours, sometimes it's three hours. The first three to six hours that I'm awake, I don't eat, which gives me like a great ramp from which I can, like those first six hours are the hours where just shit gets done. I just like schedule stuff. I just go out, full out, record stuff that needs to be done, just write stuff that needs to be done and everything else. That's the first point. I, I, it's, it's a thing that I started doing after Rolando. It has led me to lose another four kilograms, but with that being said, it kind of works. It's similar to 16-8 intermediate fasting. It, it works. In terms of even keeping my, my, my clarity, then, it, and then it's all about just finding the certain things that you like eating or the, the things that if you eat, you feel kind of great. And you don't feel too heavy. You don't feel too... Like, like just... You're able to still perform on a high level. So in terms of, for example, for me, I can't eat anything too fatty. Uh, like that, that has too much fat inside, otherwise just feel, I just can't work. I, I just like want to sleep. The same with like carbs. I don't eat usually carb heavy. I, I essentially like, I don't eat that much. That's that is the first thing. I try, try to eat as as, lit, as little as possible. And I just, everything that I eat, I just try to ramp, is, ramp in as much protein as I can, because I know that protein has a pretty good, like I usually eat around 200 grams per day, which is like the base standard for me just to be able to, uh, with standard and ha have the physique that I have. That's the first point. And the second point is that it just kind of fills me up very good. And I don't feel too sluggish to be working right after. Great. And I also re regarding carbs, I just eat tons of fruit. The reason for that is that like, essentially that's the thing that enables me to also perform on a pretty high level. I, I eat like, uh, this might sound too ridiculous, but I eat like two kilograms or maybe one, one, one to two kilograms of apple, apples every single day. Um, it's kind of a lot for most people and sometimes even more, like I just like eat so much fruit. And the reason for that is that, um, even though you have sugar inside apples, I mean, like this is still the, the stuff that I learned when I was 18 back studying the, this, this like, um, what are, what is food even composed of and how does that react with your body? You have different kind of sugar inside fruits based also on the types of fruit that you, you choose. For example, I choose apples because they have kind of a lot of fiber which in itself makes the digestion of the sugars a bit slower than if you just go rampant and for example, you eat bananas. If you eat bananas, they get just into your blood for way faster than apples. And what does this imply? It implies that if I eat apples, they get into my blood flow a bit 
bit later in terms of how fast they, they actually get into my blood flow, which means that I will have less spikes in my insulin and also just more steady supply of energy for all the task activities that I'm doing and working on. So it's just like, regardless of how many apples I eat, I can even eat a lot of them. I always, they always fill me up. I feel great. I have a lot of energy and even in terms of controlling my calories, it's just like super great. I, I just like feel so great. Protein shakes great as well. Uh, there were certain things that I really threw out of my diet, for example, protein puddings. Like that was the thing that I was doing before. And uh, in the end, I just like ended up overeating every single day and I just gained a bunch of weight. Um, and I just like threw out that crap out of my life. <laughs> uh, no more protein puddings. I had one like two days ago and that was the first one that I had in six months. And I just ate it, tasted that thing and I didn't even like the taste. So no more with that. It's sometimes better to just completely eradicate the things that you, you have uh, then just rather be just jumping out, out back and out uh, from from doing certain like diet, diet hacks. And, and in terms of like, for example, me having an ice cream, I, I mean, like that's, I even like maybe one additional thing that I have, usually I have, how do you say that? Like, like those protein bars. Yeah, I like protein bars. I, I just like love them. It, it's great. I just always just buy a bunch of them and then eat them. Um, you have to choose the ones that are actually great. I have one that has like 200 calories inside, uh, no fat and pretty much just carbs and, and even not that, that much of carbs, like 20 grams of protein and then 120 remaining calories full, full of like fat and, and sugar, which is for 155 gram um, protein bar and nothing and it tastes so great. It's uh, Brandis Barbells. Bar Barbells, I'm not sure how, to, how you even pronounce that. Yeah, that's essentially food and performance. I'm not sure if there's anything else, like for sure I could be speaking about this topic for um, way longer, but I guess like there are many other important topics that I can cover and I'll cover it just in a second. But yeah, just, just the main takeaway is that like optimized tryout for yourself. You can see that like even me looking at this, I I can like treat this like, okay, this this part of my life is solved. Like I have a system that's working. I tried it out. Wherever I go, I tried it out in the US, I tried it out wherever I go. For now, it's just way easier for me to stick to the, even like the reason why I stay stay stuck here in Vienna and why I probably want to just stay here for the next few years. It's like so freaking great. Like the food is so delicious here compared to all the other places where I go. It just can't really be compared to what I actually can find here back back in my backyard. So I'll probably see if I will see about that. Yeah, guys, uh, gonna catch you in the next cool. one. Let's and continue. Eager yeah, and humility. Um, maybe for those people who are thinking whether I'm just, <laughs> I, I just asked ChatGPT to, to just come up with some ideas of, of the things that I could be speaking about. No, I, I'd like these are just uh, like before recording all of these videos, I just wrote down 100 things of actually the, the main learning points for me for 2023. And now I'm just going step by step covering every single topic, just giving my two cents on that and why I feel that even in terms of like, these are the things that I really want to improve myself, uh, improve on myself. I just like know that I'm not a person, not a perfect human being and that there's still such a big road for me to take or, or to to venture venture on uh, just for the future. I know that I'm like, like there's still a lot, lot of energy and everything else left in that tank. And I know that I didn't work as hard as I thought that I, I worked in the last few years. And for that reason, I just like this, this video and even like this manifestation of, of what I wanted to achieve until the end of the year, which was essentially recording 100 videos, which didn't happen. One of the reasons for, for that is that like essentially I just made the full out 
um, decision just just to go all in and try to hit 4.0 with my remaining marks, which is like all A's uh, with the remaining grades or remaining subjects that I have in high school. And with these more advanced subjects that I have here, and implying that I didn't really score that that good on the subject that I had had before that, and since I'm in my final final year, like these subjects that I have are kind of like more advanced and are building on what I should have learned back back in the beginning. And since I didn't get the basic skills, now I'm just like okay, having to consume multiple courses at the same time. And for example, there was one one like I just had to gra- get a gist and graphs on a few coding languages which i didn't really know because i didn't invest time into this back then because i just thought that this wouldn't be important and now i just found myself in the, in, in the position like i was just like forced to grind and i'm not telling this because I'm, I'm just trying to make a video of myself i'm just like really trying to express what i went through and just like really uh so to say just like grind through all of the the stuff that had to be done and now i just um yeah, first you mentioned in the situation looking back, and and the biggest thing that I got out of that is like kind of the ego and humility, and and like I know that I'm, I acknowledge that I'm not the most. I have a kind of like a big ego. I I can say that for sure. I'm not the most. I'm not the person with the biggest humility, <laughs> for sure. Uh, like Brad from Nugetko, I always just wanted to be some like like a person and, and just be doing something cool. Like like when I look at my five year old self, I just like wanted to always explore something and just do something. I just was bored all the time. Just like I, I'm freaking bored of this. I was just always searching for something to do. I was like then it went to video games and then just found my life in video games because they at least killed the boredom that I was feeling all the time. But then when I just like realized that video games were actually very bad for me and in terms of just wasting my time. And I just searched for the thing that I would be able to spend my time on and my ego got really um, hooked to actually upgrading myself and whenever I just got the um, opportunity to take a snap a few photos with me with Lambos and just like doing all the, all the stuff that we, we did in the past few years, I just like, always did that and posted it on social media and just like anticipated like how the people will react. I was like, uh, from a certain point of myself, is this good? Is this bad? I guess it's bad. Um, and it's like yeah, yeah it's bad maybe yeah what should i do about that and yeah um i just like kind of anticipated what other people would think in the end nothing happened essentially i just was still the same person trying to do certain things to try to impress other people which in the end doesn't matter at all uh or didn't matter at all it's like okay whatever and when impressing other people don't doesn't really matter what does matter then that that's like a great follow-up question and in the end i just boiled it down to the twist pure substance which was actually about the person who i want to become and i can become the person who i want to become only if i have nothing left in the tank and just get get to the end and tell myself like okay we, we did a great job we left nothing in the tank yeah um i, I guess like if you just just boil it down to spirit substance. I guess like I'm using this this pretty often, but it's it's gonna make sense that it was even in, in the book how to find find friends and influence people, Dale Carnegie, or how to win friends and influence people uh, by Dale Carnegie. The biggest one of the biggest learning points from from that book was that based on like research psychology and everything else, like the the the, the root of human life and and survival is rooted into it rooted in trying to feel important, like just a feeling of importance. And every every single person in the, 
on the earth wants to feel important. And that's the reason why we're doing the stuff we're doing. That's the reason why we want to like to have these status symbols, why people like to just flex stuff on, on Instagram or anything else. Like they're, they're just seeking a status. And when you just flip it around and just start doing things for yourself or mainly it, you just start doing things for, things for yourself, like this whole system kind of gets good like, exchanges, which is kind of great. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe those are maybe just my two cents on this this whole thing. Um, in terms of humility, like this year, as I already said, like there were so many. Since I just made a decision that I would go back back all out in school, and like just didn't make the decision that I would drop out, as many of my colleagues did, my colleagues like friends. Um, this year, like many of them are at high five figures, six figures, seven figures. Like I mean, you can just imagine, and they are younger than me. It's like okay, that was that was a pretty nasty bit in my ass <laughs> yeah it was like it was the same feeling as like okay you make a decision and in short term it's it's like okay you're feeling that you're freaking losing because you're um just not necessarily in financial terms as, as much as they are even though like you're you're hitting your kpis as well pretty pretty good it, it feels the same way as like if you if you if someone kicks you in the, in the nuts like if you're a guy and you're watching this like it's the same feeling as if if someone kicks you in the nuts but in a good way uh, in a good, like in a with a decent strength and decent swing. If you're a woman, I, I'm not sure how you can imagine this this pain. <laughs> it's like out of the earth. So imagine if someone went and kicked you in, kicked you in the in the nuts, and you just feel the pain. Like it doesn't go away that fast. You just need to wait a few minutes, and you're just laying on the ground, and you're just still feeling the pain, and, and the pain doesn't go away. That's the same feeling I was feeling. I was like just crap. I was like. It, it just like first first day that I like get to know some information. I was like, I, like in reality, I, I really was rooting for the friends. I'm really happy that I that I succeed. Like, don't read this wrong. Like, genuinely, I want to. See, I'm even helping them to succeed even more. I'm just like whatever. I two hours ago, one friend of mine, they're doing like six figures a month because um, they're the same age as I am. I went to the same school as as I did, and, and like they they were just. Um, <sighs> Yeah, they were asking me, uh, like they were wanted to ask me about a few things that I have more experience in. And I was just like, okay, like whatever. I was just, I, I gave them a few tips that if they, I told them like, whatever, if you need anything from me and if I can help you, like just come to me and I'll help you. And I just like genuinely want to see other people succeed. The reason for that is that I just like genuinely would want someone like this in my life as well. In the past, like I just like was trying as hell and for, I'm like not here doing this the second weekend as you were next neighbor, I'm like just freaking basting my ass off for the past seven years, just really trying to figure stuff out and just find the best way for me to actually go forward. Which is a long time. And in terms of, yeah, so I, I like just have humility. It, it kind of felt like if someone kicked me in the nuts, and the nuts, uh, just just feeling there on the ground and acknowledging that those people kind of achieved um, like something I want to achieve in the future, but but still not kind of thinking that 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 my kind of decision that I made would be in it would be anyhow bad because I I just know the reason why I'm making those decisions and sometimes it's it's even great to stick to decisions when you're not seeing the immediate results, as I would say. It's like great. So I just like made the kind of decision that will just stick with what I'm doing. So um, yeah, humility, just just have humility, ego in terms of um, 
I mean, there are two sides to ego, I guess. Like the ego is, if there, if a person wouldn't have ego, I guess he wouldn't have a personality. Ego. I would say, like, from a certain standpoint, ego is like flavor in terms of just having a certain flavor, like having certain viewpoints on the world and just like perceiving the importance of oneself. I mind mean, I like didn't do a lot of research on, on psychology and ego itself, but I just like really feel that having ego is, is from a certain standpoint great. From like if you're taking into the extremes, like that might not be the best thing, but in terms of just like keeping yourself aligned with the vision of yourself that you want to become and just making decisions based on that, even though those might require you to undergo a few harsh conversations, I guess like those are that that thing is always uh wise trait to make if you align it in a pretty good way. So have humility and have ego as well. I mean, I guess I, I just summarize it in a pretty good way. So if you have any questions, any follow-up questions, feel free to shoot me a message on my Instagram, jacob-bardak. I'm not sure even how I should pronounce my name in English. Bardak. Bardak. Whatever. I guess like there's not the right, right or wrong way. It's a Polish name, by the way. So um, half Polish, half Slovak. I guess, and maybe Czech, I'm not sure. Yeah, great, catch you in the next one.